Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So TikTok. TikTok. I'm TikTok famous. How do you feel sitting beside a TikTok famous person? I just thought, right, because I, I ripped it out of TikTok on Twitter a few times, but that's just because I saw a load of posy cunts. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it is full of kids and it's full of women doing lip syncs. Trying to be cute. Like, just trying to be sexy. Yeah. yeah, and it's so embarrassing and like, it's the most outrageous. You know that one and it was like bibbity bobbity and then it's like boo. Yeah, and then they're in like And it's clothes. like, fucking relax. <laughs> Do you know? Calm down. Calm, calm down. down. Calm, calm down. down. That don't make no sense, love. I'm on it for the the sheer randomness. I have an idea that I'm gonna think I'm gonna do later on. Okay. Wait till you see it. it's gonna be fucking epic. Watch out for Jen's TikTok. Watch out for Jen's TikTok. Jen underscore underscore hat. Welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion. I don't know where that came from. Just, let, let's just go with it. We're well, very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion podcast. My name is Jen. I'm Carla. And this week we're talking about hobbies. Hobbies and interests. Hobbies and interests. So, Do you ever put on your CV? I was about to say, <laughs> you know, when you're on your junior CV. I like to go to the cinema. It's like being a French oral. It was like, yeah. yeah. Je, je, yeah. je déteste. Je, je déteste le... Soccer. So, soccer. <laughs> oh, je m'appelle Claude. Do you, do you put, je m'appelle Claude. Do you put hobbies on a CV? Yeah, but it's, isn't it? It's always like, hobbies and interest. Reading. They're like that. Yeah. Walking. Oh, they like that. Exercise. Could be anything. Yeah. Walking. Down the stairs. To get and a fig roll. exercise. Socialising with friends. <laughs> like, it's it just... That's definitely not drinking 18 cans on no. the weekend. Nope. <laughs> no, that's just... That's not what that is. It's just the bang of a fucking, like, a school essay off it, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Like, it really is. I, I don't... Um... It's like the word count that you used to try and do. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, how many lines have I done there? I don't uh, think any employer gives a fuck. And it would be like, uh, hobbies, my hobbies include the things that I enjoy and are most interested in would be... Scrolling. <laughs> On Scrolling. On Instagram. TikToking. TikTok. Instagramming. Yeah. Facebooking. Yeah. That's it, scrolling through groups. Watching the same what the videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Going down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> that would be 3am, kind of vibe. Late night snacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watching Netflix. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you have any hobbies? On my CV or? No, like in general. It's a weird one because I'd call this a hobby. 
Yeah. Because I hate when people are like, what do you do in your spare time? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what spare time is. Right. But I think makeup, would that be a hobby? Well, you've made a job, which yeah. is what we're going to talk about a later job, on. But yeah. that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah. No, I do read. I'm a reader. You do read, I yeah. do read. You're very good at reading. I'm very good at reading. I am a reader. Um, I do a podcast with my mates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am... Uh, this is... Actually, let me jazz it up like an Irish influencer. I actually am incredibly important because I run two separate Instagram accounts. Yeah. For two separate things. Yes. And that's a hobby. Very so good. There. Yeah. Um, I do try and go to the gym mm. three times a week. It's kind of looking like one at the moment. but Right. I try it. I see that as more of a chore than a hobby. That's, yeah, that's less of a hobby, but some people love it. Yeah. And I hope to be one of those people. Well, people who go just to, like, fill in their time because they enjoy it and they're not trying to reach a goal or lose weight or go with a purpose other than to just enjoy going and exercising yeah then it's a hobby whereas a lot of people would join the gym in the hopes that they will look like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger or Megan Fox after it you know what I mean yeah true feel feel that flow you get me what's your hobbies see this is the thing having a baby <laughs> this is the thing scrolling on Instagram making yeah. videos because I don't make money off them as such do you know what I mean yeah well like talk me through like an, an average week for you Oh, fuck, right, okay. Well, these days it's it's very much Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Bobby focused. Yeah, Bobby rounds. Bobby rounds. Like, yeah, just looking after me kids, trying my best to get dressed before two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, literally, you don't see the time going past before he needs to be fed again. Like, the day is completely taken up. I had no idea how much of an eye-opener it was going to be. And I actually can't fucking remember what I did before I had him. Yeah. You're you like, how that? did I fill my time? I think I literally just fucking scrolled on social mm. media. Like, mm. I was just constantly on my phone in my spare time or watching Netflix. Yeah. You know, it's such a waste of time. It is a waste of time, but I'm kind of... I think this is why hobbies have kind of taken, I suppose, a, a bit of a turn, mm. I would say. Because nowadays, when somebody asks you what your hobby is, you automatically are like, oh, God. Whether is, you, you know. You think of hobbies as like crocheting or knitting or fishing. Or a sport. <laughs> or cycling. Or yeah. a sport, you know. Yeah. Because that would be a hobby as well, playing golf. Yeah. You know. Um, so it, I think I do feel like ugh, I saw it the other day on Twitter. And that's where the idea for this podcast came from. It was like, what happened to hobbies? Yeah people in our generation don't have hobbies anymore mm. and not wrong no but at the same time do we view hobbies the same way that we used to well i mean obviously they've changed because so much has changed and everything is so technology based these days yeah. so yeah. like could you put content creation just for fun as a hobby like, but you'd never yeah. hear that years ago. Whereas, like, yeah. back in the day, Be it knitting. was very basic. Like, it was reading, colouring, arts and crafts, like, stuff Football, like Football, yeah. golf, yeah. Recreation. sports, yeah. Or, like, there'd be the odd thing, chess. Yeah. Yeah, like, like chess clubs or, like, activities. reading clubs. I'd love a book club. Would you? If anybody knows of any good book clubs, probably around the D15 area. Yeah. I love the way I'm saying this as if my fucking schedule can take any more. Yeah. It absolutely can't. Oh, but the intention is there, Carla. <laughs> the That's the main thing. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I've started viewing time differently as well. Mm. Because back then, you have to remember, there was no phones. There was like four shows on TV. 
and yeah. if you were allowed to watch them because mm. he might not have been and it was a thing like what else the fuck would you do of course he'd knit mm. of course he'd read you'd do constantly to fill your yeah, time yeah. fill your time but then I do wonder like did time I must ask my parents and my grandparents this did time go slower or did it go quicker I think it went slower uh yeah, well, you see, I read this thing the other day and it was only because, <clears> what was I? It was I, It was some clickbaity thing about yeah. kids and screen time and stuff like that. And it was the importance. No, sorry, it was a mother had posted a big, huge thing on her Facebook. Somebody shared it. Yeah. And it was about allowing babies and kids to get bored these days to remember the importance of, of letting bored. them get yeah. bored yeah. don't be giving them that instant gratification which is what we get a lot of now yeah do you know what I mean it's like oh I'm bored turn on Netflix like everything is at the at literally at your fingertips and we don't have a chance to be bored anymore it's fucked because earlier I was watching a show on my phone and I was itching because I couldn't pick up my phone to look at something to look, else while yeah. I was watching the show on my phone I did yeah I know. What is that about? I know. And it's actually, I have a work phone and a personal phone. It's actually damaging because you now I have two all mm-hmm. the time. So I'm scrolling on Twitter while having like a YouTube playing on the other. It's mental. I know. Well, I, yeah, the same kind of thing happened to me. I have like a, a speaker dock. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you put your phone on yeah. and you play the speaker. And I was playing music the other day while Bobby was just keeping him because he likes listening to music not like that he likes he's seven weeks old I don't fucking know if he likes listening to music but he does <laughs> calm down when he's on the bed while I'm trying to get ready yeah. he will kind of chill out while the music is on but was on the dock and he was laughing away to himself and I wanted to record him Yeah, but I didn't want to disturb yeah. the whole taking it off the dock and stuff like that That I did feel like I'd lost a fucking hand but the, I think the only way that you'd be able to, to manage to get bored these days if you are sitting on Something like public transport or you're away from a charger and your phone went dead. Yeah. That's the only opportunity you would get to get bored these days. Everything is just... It's so, it's so over... And I hate the way I am. Yeah. I, I hate the way that it controls me and I hate the way that it like I'm such a slave to it. Mm. But, you know, and it's funny even looking at your parents. They're, they're not like that. Mm. They don't have that addiction to their phone. No. But... This isn't a fucking podcast about phones, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes back to the phone a a lot. It's a huge part of it, and I think that's why people don't feel like they, you know, even myself. I'm like, you know, I don't have enough time sometimes in a week, but then I really do. If you you think about it, the amount of fucking time time I waste, like I wake up in the morning, go immediately on my phone. That's something that I'm trying to break actively for 2020. I had a seminar and work where they said if you leave your phone outside of your bedroom, that's the only way you'll actually be able to get away from it. Really? Yeah. Fuck it. And it makes sense. They're like, put your phone outside, put your alarm on. So you have to get up. Yeah. Turn the alarm off and then you're halfway to the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to get in the shower and then before you know it, you're like, fuck it, I'll just do my makeup and get out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, actually, very true. You do actually realise how much freedom that you have when you're not scrolling on your phone. I've noticed it as well. Because even, what was it, I... I was saying, because I'm wearing my glasses an awful lot more, my eyes are just gone fucked lately. And I was saying it to my mum and dad, they were sitting down having dinner. I was like, oh, I need to put my glasses on, I can't see Why this. Why is there fucked too at the moment? Yeah, weird. So weird. I just, literally, there's my little Specsavers receipt. Yeah. I went and got another set of frames uh, for myself because uh, I need to have glasses on me, all, like, all yeah, of the time. I can't weird. see anything. Very yeah. strange. Um, but I had said it I was like oh my eyes are fucked and I was thinking it was pregnancy related because you know you can hear that I had a baby lost yeah. my sight yeah <laughs> it is a pa- apparently a 
big side effect of having a kid anyway really yeah yeah sorry tell us more about this this is I don't know I've just noticed in the past couple of weeks now I did have blood pressure problems as well okay keep in mind okay but now that's gone I've been discharged from the hospital and everything so I don't know if that's still a thing but my mom said she had to get her eyes rechecked after she had both me and my sister because her eyes like just went withered and yeah it is a big thing but anyway I had put the glasses on the other day and I was like, oh, I can't really see. And my dad was like, yeah, it was probably from looking at that phone all the time. You're always on the phone. And I was like, actually, that's probably since I've so had, true. but no, he was wrong. Because I was like, actually, since I've had Bobby, I've hadn't had been on it yeah. as half as much as I, and I was like, oh, the cheek, because I actually haven't, the you know, the neck. But I actually haven't. And it does give you so much more freedom. To, oh. And then I find myself sometimes if he's chilling or whatever, and I find myself going down a little bit of a rabbit hole, scrolling or whatever, and then he makes a noise or he starts crying, and I I'm, I feel guilty then because I was like, oh shit, I wasn't watching him yeah. to see if he was about to get upset. Do you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have felt guilty about it. You never fucking know what when a child's gonna start crying, but it do, it does make me feel like oh fuck, I'm very conscious of it now. Mad. Yeah. It probably is why my now my family have a history of bad eyes like. My dad has had glasses since he was my age. Tom has glasses as well. He needs laser eye surgery. But I was like, I think I do too. Because they're getting really bad. Yeah. Like they're getting horrifically bad. So went to Specsavers obviously the other day. And these are this is actually a good tip for everybody, which I didn't know. So I went to Specsavers. I picked myself up a pair of frames out of TK Maxx, a pair of cheap frames. Because I have expensive glasses that I spent like fucking. This is another thing that kills me. Like, I spent 400 quid on my glasses. Whoa. And they act like your, but I was like, two pairs of glasses. They're two nice pairs of glasses. I like them. They're trendy. I'll wear them. Yeah. If I put money into things, I'm one of them. If yeah. I'm like, I'm the kind of person where I could get the best dupe of something on AliExpress and I'll rally it around the gaff because I didn't pay money for it. Do you know? I'm stupid like that. Yeah. I'm the way I'm trained when it comes to money and expense and value. Value is just outrageous I need retraining if anybody knows of any people that can retrain me but uh, look for a TED talk there's bound to be one yeah exactly but uh, yeah and I was like grand found a pair of frames 25 quid mm. lovely tried them on lovely went into Specsavers and your man first of all what happened was uh, there's like a clip on my other glasses and that came away mm. And my glasses need to be tightened. So Ray was like, go in there and get them to do it so you don't super glue. Because mm. I was going to super glue it. And I was like, so it won't come away. Because um, it's kind of faulty now because obviously I sat in them or something. Mm. And I was like, you know, they're an expensive pair of glasses. And he was like, yeah, so go in and get them to do it so you're not getting bleeding super glue all over yourself and sticking yourself to the table, which would happen to you. <laughs> yeah. And it would. So I was like, hmm, you're right there. Went in and your man was almost as if like, um yeah like that's not a problem with like that's a stru- like that's not a structural problem so it's not really something I can do for you okay and I felt like I'm see you <laughs> the neck I'm in a fucking glass shop I'm, I'm here at my glasses I mean spec savers a oh, somewhere I didn't want to buy glasses but they had I, the ones I wanted I would have mm-hmm. went to the village opticians because I don't like buying out of huge chains when you can go somewhere and support mm-hmm. a business like um, fucking fix me glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the neck, and also tighten them while you're at it. Yeah. And he was almost oh well, I can tighten them, but he was being so. I was like just like he was almost handling them as if like oh no, you, as if like I can't believe you've brought these in in this state. I was like, well, where else am I going to fix them? Yeah. But then anyway, <laughs> that story part of the story is over. Gave him the other ones again. Looked at me like I had nineteen heads, and was like, okay, and I, did you buy these here? Clearly not. Mm. clearly not 
And he's like, right, okay. And I was like, they're from Diff. You know, Diff, D-I-F-F, which is like a eyewear yeah. brand that only do eyewear. They don't do anything else. I was like, they're a pair of Diff glasses. Like, just check how much it's going to be for me to put a lens. We put in my PPS number yeah. and I was due a free eye test next month, which I'll wait until next month. A free refit of my lens and two other free things that I didn't know. Fuck. So if you're looking for glasses, go in there. Yeah. And see what you do. I think I will. Yeah. Because I... Funny. The Couldn't glasses believe it. that I have, the lenses are in them about three years and I'm sure my eyes have gone downhill since then because I don't wear them half as much as I'm supposed to. So I'll show you now with my little receipt that you have beside you. So in the end, so they always sting you on the anti-glare. That's why my glasses yes. cost so much, actually. It's because I got anti-glare on both, which was an extra hundred euro. Oh, I only got them on one. So, oh, fuck. Did I only get them on one? Maybe I did. Awkward, I can't remember. But because he said to me, he was like, uh, what are you going to be using them for? And I was like, I kind of need them for. He was like, are you on a laptop? I found a lot. I was like, fine, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. And he was like, and do you drive? I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you're going to need the anti-glare. I was like, right, fine, fuck off. And my dad's always like, no, when it comes to glasses, honey, you have to put the money into it. Yeah. Because you're not, it, it's just, it's more safe. Yeah. It's important. So you're like, okay, Ray. that's exactly how he talks, everyone, by I the way. If you don't know how Ray talks, that's exactly how he talks. So it was going to be 90 euro okay. for the anti-glare, um, which was 45 mm-hmm. of it. And then for fitting glasses into a pair of glasses that weren't like glasses. And I got everything for 57 fucking deadly and thinking that the re the reglaze was 45 of that right so I only had to pay the balance of like what like 950 or something Jesus because the government paid for the <laughs> gas given that's good yeah so there's a bit of uh, information for you if you're somebody who suffers with the hmm. dodgy eye yeah I think I, I will have to go because I keep getting letters off them as well saying you're due a new eye test probably just spent 15 minutes on glasses and eyes that's alright oh yeah sorry about that <laughs> your oh. hobbies Hobbies. hobbies include glasses, <laughs> shopping for glasses, getting prices for glasses, giving advice, <laughs> giving on advices glasses. on glasses on my podcast. Funny enough, you mentioned that another hobby of mine, <laughs> my podcast, my podcast, which I do. <laughs> Fucking hell! Fucking I don't think hell. podcasts are seen as hobbies, even though they are hobbies. Well, you see, I, that's why I think content creation goes into a different bracket. It's it not does, really yeah. Seen as yeah a hobby. But it is. Because you can make a career out of it. As we've seen with other people. Yeah, true. But at the same... It's a weird one, isn't it? Does it become... Does it not become a hobby once you make money off it? See, this, this is what your whole point was. This is what you asked on Instagram. It was like, yeah. do you, what do you, th- do you think it's wrong that people turn their hobby into their job and well, start getting paid for it well I it's not that it's wrong it's that it's kind of it's not the best for your head space no. apparently studies have shown over the years that you know taking that thing and I even know like let's say with makeup so I used to be like I've done makeup now for 10 years I you know trained with makeup forever then I went into you know, college and forgot all about makeup and I did it for my mates on the side and I enjoyed mm. doing it. And then I went to work um, in retail and then I went to work on counters, mm. makeup counters. And I mean, you couldn't bait me to pick up a makeup brush outside of working hours. Really? Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Still don't love it, actually. Mm. It really stole its niceness from me. Yeah. It really I did. I get that. No, yeah. I do. I get it because even... Well, see, I haven't so much made a job out of making videos or anything like that. But when it becomes a chore, 
Yeah. And See, something I that's expected. St- I started getting asked to do collaborations with different companies, which I said no to a lot of it because yeah. I just felt like, no, no, no. I like doing this. This is my thing yeah. now. This yeah. is fun for me. I don't want to make it like full of deadlines. Yeah. Full of um, like having to get fucking approval, you know, all this car- kind of stuff. And it just, it, it just kind of taught me off. I haven't done a video in f- about a year. Yeah. It's weird. I, I totally know what feeling you have. But then at the same time, you know, <clears throat> it's a weird one. Sometimes mm. I'm like, there's people out there doing makeup for free. And then there's people like me. Who make money from doing it. Mm. But that's the. there. There's the crux. It's the fact that I make money from doing it. Yeah. Do you get me? That's it. It does. I think it. Yeah. So it's like. As as annoying as it is. It's also. My business. You know. Or it's my. Whatever. It's my kind of. Yeah. Way of. You know. Means to an end. So it's like. Does it. Does the good outweigh the bad. Kind of thing. Yeah. Nobody. No. I, I don't know anyone. I've said this before, but like there is this thing and it's like, you know, work at something you love and you'll never work another day in your life. I was literally just thinking of that quote, yeah. And it's like, work in something that you love and you'll work every single day for the rest of your life as long as you possibly can. And you'll end up fucking hating. And you'll end up hating your life. And that is kind of what happened with me and makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I I think of hobbies as an escape. Yes, exactly. So I... Is the podcast a hobby then? Not because sometimes I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I have to do this. <laughs> I know, but it's like, why are we like that when it's something that like we enjoy we doing? We do enjoy it and but we want it's to when do it's, it. And when it's when it has a structure and it's when it's when you have to do it. That's when it, but like, the did, minute we signed with ACAST, we were like, wah, wah, wah. This is the thing. Now it's an obligation. Now it's a compulsory thing. We have to post every yeah, week. Yeah, wah, like, wah, wah. Mm. But even though we were doing it before, like, we, we never went a week where we left the podcast. No, I know. And we were fine but with then it. when we signed a contract, where it was almost as if, like, here we go. Is that what it is? Is it putting a deadline? Yeah, Yeah. that's it. We're contractually obliged to do this now. It's insane, isn't it? For 18 months. (laughs) For 18 months. It's insane, isn't it? it? Yeah, not not that. Like, listener, don't think that you're a a burden. (laughs) You're not a burden. You're not a burden to us. Like, I'm not saying it like that, but it did take a bit of goodness out of it. Yeah, but it's like, that's only in our heads. I know, we're doing the same the, shit that we were doing before. Doing, we never went a week, so I don't know what. Yeah, it's just it's the mind. And it's changes. like, and it's it's a weird one because like, some people I talk to are like, "Oh, grand, you have a podcast," and other people are like, "How do you do everything you do, and also have a podcast?" And I'm like, "It's just something I do. Hmm. It's just an extension of things that I do yeah. with my friends that I enjoy doing." Hmm. And it's weird because it's like some people are literally like, "Okay." And then you're like, no, there's work that goes into it. No, it is fucking hard. Like, Yeah. And I mean, it is, it's again, but is it like, is the podcast a hobby? It was. I think it still is. You know, it is. But at the same time, it's it's something that we can't just drop now. No, it's not. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah, that's exactly it. Is that the line? Is it the line when you become obligated? Mm. Is it when it's like, you know, booking in a client or is it when it's like Mm. that kind of level of, okay, yeah. This has to be done now. Um, yeah, it, it, it is such a weird one. Yeah, it's just our mindset changes. That's Cause like, the only way to... I always look at it, especially, you know, when you're young, there just seems to be more, as I said before, I'm always like, oh God, I'm so busy. I'm, abs- I'm actually not. I'm just... You fill your time with everything. With everything, yeah. Or I feel like I'm on the go. I almost create my own chaos. Yeah. And when you think about it, like when I was a kid... <laughs> the amount of sports classes I was in the amount Mm. of things like I did running club on Tuesdays and Thursdays 
I did hockey on Wednesdays and Mondays. Then I had badminton. Then I had tennis. I also did cricket practice. Jesus. But it was just normal. It was like, great, I do this from four to five and then from five to six I do that and then I'll go home and then I've got my running club and then, which I hated, by the way, I hated running club. Why are we in running club? My mum made me. Okay. They made me. It's running club. Oh, my parents are like, yeah, like my dad was literally like, great idea, you'll go to running club. Because like I was always, I was always really unfit for somebody who did so many sports. Right. Like, I think, actually, I think if I went to the doctors, they'd probably be like, your lung capacity is a bit fucked and that's why. <laughs> yeah. Because it made no sense. Like, I was on the go. I played sports constantly. I was horse riding during the weekends. That was another one. Like, I was constantly yeah. on the go. So it made absolutely no sense why I couldn't run two laps and I'd be, like, keeling over on the ground with yeah. a stitch to the point where it felt like my heart was going to explode. So my parents were like, great, we'll put you in running club. Fucking hell. <laughs> and it'll train you to be better at running. And that's your big problem. Because like, with all the sports that I did, the only thing that let me down was like doing drills during hockey. But otherwise I got on fine. Like during a match, you'd be on, off, on, off, on, off. Yeah. You wouldn't have a full match where you'd run constantly. Yeah. Um, but I remember they were like, well, this is the one thing that you, you're struggling with. So we'll make you do running so club. Let's not bring Down her to Avon Road. Let's not bring her to a doctor. Let's just put her in running club and push her. But you know, her. when you're younger and you're a bit chubby, which I always was, I think they were just like, you're just unfit. Oh, right. You okay. know, and I, I think now looking back, I'm like, I couldn't have been unfit. No, it makes no, no sense. Yeah. Um, don't make no sense, love. You know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's one of those things. So if you're struggling with your hobby, please go to a doctor. (laughs) Don't just join another hobby. Don't just join running club on the Navin Road. (laughs) Go and talk to your doctor. Um, I actually must sit down to my mother and be like, what were you thinking? Yeah. She probably went, well, I I just thought, you know, why not? I hated it. I'm not joking. I loved sports and I hated that. Yeah. Let's say borrow. Yeah. And then I used to, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like now looking back, I'm like, how did I do all that shit? Versus yeah. now I'm like, oh, I'm so busy. I've exactly uh, one thing to do this evening. Yeah. And then I've slimming world. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's an age difference as well. Like, yeah, obviously when you're in the working world, when you're in school, that's not really like, well, I fucking hate it when we were in school. Like, oh, I school. What did you do? What do you mean? When you were younger. Taekwondo. Oh, yeah. Taekwondo. Hiya. I was part of the squad. Like the intense training squad, yeah. but I was like you as well. I was like always really active, like a fucking spark. See the bleeding six pack on me. And I, I was as fit. I didn't have that as a fiddle, <laughs> but at the same time, still f- struggled when we were doing squad drills, like doing laps and sparring and stuff like that. I would just get so like <gasps> I would be fucking dying. And then it's it's something like that as well with a contact sport. It's the adrenaline that you build up. Yeah. And literally, when the adrenaline goes out of your system, you feel like collapsing. If anybody has ever done a contact sport before where you're sparring and you have to have all that adrenaline, you know the feeling. It's like you're built up and built up and you, you'll go hell for leather for five minutes and then you're fucked. Like, it's just... I even see it when I'm watching boxing matches or, like, you'd say when McGregor is fighting and the fucking is on the telly. I, d- I don't watch him. I just know that feeling. When I see them getting exhausted, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, that dreaded fucking feeling. You're like, I'm bleeding fucked, aren't you? Yeah. But that was my only real kind of hobby as a 
a kid, like, a, well, a teenager. I used to paint and draw. Yeah. Sorry, that's another thing I used to do. I used to paint oh. and draw, which also I couldn't understand when it came to, like, junior cert and leaving cert when I did art. And you had so many projects, I fucking hated them. That's, yeah. Because it was the you, minute that you, you put a obliged. deadline. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to draw at all. Yeah. I don't want to look at painting. I don't want to do a fucking single fucking thing. Yeah. You were obliged to do it. Yeah. Then. But it is, it is such a weird one. It's like listening to the radio. Is that a hobby? Because I know mm. loads of people put down listening to music. Do you remember in Bebo? And it was the thing. It was like <sighs> hobbies and interests. And you'd be like, music, me mates. Well, I suppose if you actually actively sat down and said, right, I'm going to turn on Spotify now for half an hour for an escape. Yeah. Then, it, yeah, it is a hobby. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What was I about to say there? I was about to say something about... Uh, oh, it'll come back to me. Doesn't matter. Very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very so, good. that was that. <laughs> well, it's funny that... Yeah, that was that on that. It's funny. I um I have a message here from one of our listeners saying, I think when certain hobbies become your passion, you can begin to resent them. If you love crochet, knitting as a hobby and decide to turn it into a business, you're not very likely to end up enjoying it, to make money from it, and could potentially have financial constraints and periods when sales stock is very low. Can totally see why these sort of crafty hobbies are kept as hobbies. Also, you could spend months on making a blanket for the likes of, what, 100 euro, 200 euro, if even, not worth the time slash cost ratio at all. If your hobby can be turned into a career that's financially sustainable, however, then I can totally see the reasoning behind that. Example, personal training and fitness classes, freelance writer with weekly columns in magazines, newspapers, anything in the beauty industry, which is very big right now. Makeup artist, feebrow, lash technician, nail technician. But you'd have to really love it to be willing to put in the very early mornings and long shifts if you're a bridal, makeup artist, freelancer or the likes, which you'd know all about yourself, Carla. Exactly. Totally yeah. Great. That's what I was about to say. I loved interior design. And yeah. I went to do a course. Didn't fucking finish it. I got through about four assignments and I said, fuck this. I'm is, sick of it. And is that the problem with college? Because having a keen interest in something, and this is this is another thing that I always notice, like the amount of people, I did psychology, I did it for a year and I dropped out. I fucking hated it. And I remember doing it being like, I'm really interested in psychology. Who fucking isn't interested in psychology? Yeah, of course it's interesting. Of course yeah. it's interesting. It's how we think. It's how we work. Yeah. And it's like, I remember just everyone afterwards being like, oh my God, I'd love. And anytime I hear people being like, oh my God, I'd love to do psychology. Yeah. And I'm like, are you ready for statistics and analysis, which is maths, by the way, baby girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is maths. But then it's, it's kind of an ignorance to it as well, isn't it? Because yeah. like with the, se- the same thing with the interior design course, there was an awful lot of theory yeah. and history. And I went back to the Renaissance and medieval times and you kind of had to know all the theory about it. And, and you're like, but I want to go on Pinterest and I want to do yeah. inspiration boards. I want to do a mood board. Like, yeah. that's all it was. Where, when am I doing mood board? <laughs> I know. And then it was the theory part of it that fucked me. And I was like, I'm actually not that interested, but you need to know that stuff. To, to, to be good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And then it's like that, say what you were saying about psychology. I love it when somebody just throws a random fact at me. And yeah. I'm like, what? Are like, even, that, that is why we yeah, think. Yeah, or oh. even listening to a podcast where somebody is like specialising in something and they explain the science behind it. Or I was like, oh, oh, amazing. But if I actually went and actively said, okay, I want to learn about this, wouldn't fucking do it. No. Wouldn't stick to it. No. Just lose interest no. straight away. It's, Absolutely. What is wrong with us? Gone. What? Why? Why are we like this? It's like following politics on Twitter versus actually going and getting into politics. 
It's like you think you know loads because you've seen a few bits, but you actually don't fuck on when it comes down to me. The memes stay out of me. Yeah, yeah, And, but then, I mean, such is the nature of life. Such is is the nature of life. Um, I think, yeah, the minute that you put a price tag on it, and it's funny, that comment um, that was made about... You know, you'd spend months making a blanket, maybe, and then you'd sell it for 200 quid. Yeah. I always thought that about knitters. Yeah. Doesn't it? Like, I've seen people bang out a knit job, though. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be a master knitter. Yeah, it's, it is a weird one, and it's kind of like, but I see that, and it's one of those, um, you know, th- things that circulate. And for some reason, I always see it on people's pages that it shouldn't be on. But there is and that goes around and it's like if you pay me X amount of money to do a job in 30 minutes, you're paying me for the 20 years that it took me to learn how to yeah, do it in 30 you minutes. Said yeah. And it's like for some reason I always see it on people and I'm like, mm, you could do a better job maybe in them 30 minutes because I've seen your work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch out there. But yeah, and it is true because you're kind of like, it seems like I'm expensive, but it's not. It's because I'm doing the job yeah. that years of experience has taught mm. me to do properly. And I'm pricing my time like yeah even, well, you, you yeah. would forget that but if i mean if you think about say even surgery yeah. like a tummy tuck or something like yeah. that yeah it takes so many hours yeah but look at the amount of thousands of euros you're paying for that yeah but you don't question a surgeon because you know that they you know it's a surgeon yeah you're you like it's a surgeon put yeah. in the ears yeah exactly you don't question that but with stuff like hair knitting or like Makeup. little practical yeah little things, things. Yeah, you're like why the fuck is that scarf 70 euro material what the yeah. fuck do they think they are exactly yeah why is she charging 300 quid for a head of highlights? Yeah, you don't think of it you don't, yeah. the way you would a surgeon. Yeah, exactly. And then also, I think people forget when you when it comes to stuff like that seems... I've said it loads of times before and I've said it about, you know, with content creation on Instagram as well. People that listen to this podcast must think I'm like a fucking broken record with some of the stuff that... But you have to remember, uh, there could be new people here. <laughs> but I do think there is a resentment in something that people feel like they could do themselves. Yes. And by that for example they feel like they could go on Instagram create a video and get paid to do it Mm. so there is that level of resentment for the person who is getting paid to do it who is actually doing it Mm. and I think there is that breakthrough as well with when it comes to pricing and charging for something that comes that was a hobby that's kind of you've realised I could actually make a bit of money out of this and I don't think there's anything wrong with that no there's you know Uh, yeah I'm a big one for like like I need to stop and check myself and think about stuff more in yeah. that sense because I would be one of those types of people who see the price tag on something and go, "It want to be making a fucking tea for that," <laughs> you know? The, the yeah, I'm like, oh, for like, fuck's sake, yeah, yeah, yeah like my glasses. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Specsavers. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's ghastly. But see, if I was dating the opticians, I'd be like, "Of course, how much money is it? Mm. Absolutely. Would you like more money from me?" <gasps> yeah. Mm. It is. It's a, it is. It's a weird one. It's like that mentality just and it, we all do it. I think we do all do it. You're like, why the fuck is that fucking 70 euro scarf? But then we don't question Gucci. We do not. And we don't question Louis Vuitton because that's the way that it's. But then you're kind of going into a totally different uh, topic there about. Uh, I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're going into a totally different topic about like structure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, class structure and I everything. Getcha. Else like that. I getcha, I getcha. Speaking of hobbies, learning languages has come up over the years as something that people are using with to do with their free time. I suppose I would love to do that. I think it seems like a great idea until yeah. you get down into it and you're like, oh no. Yeah, you see, I think I might have attempted this before, and I'm like, oh, it's just a full language, like, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's literally so much work. It is, a, it's a lot, and I think you know, the step one is like downloading Duolingo, doing is, your fair few words a day. Is that free? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, so I think another obstacle that was in my way was that I thought Rosetta Stone was the only oh learning thing, no. and the fucking price of it. How much is Rosetta Stone? It was like over 100 quid and I was like, for yeah. a hobby, no. It's saucy, but I think it gets good results. I think that's why she's so yes, popular. Good yeah. old Rosetta. Um, but what I find gas as well is like, here's a few statistics from Europe. Well, Euro. The Euro. Europe. Um, and all or nearly all, 99 to 100% primary school pupils in Cyprus, Malta, Austria and Spain learned English as a foreign language in 2017. That's amazing. And they always know how to speak English. They always they? know. And we're so ignorant, aren't we? Like, we're so fucking We're the worst. Yeah. Um, in 2017, 95% of pupils in upper secondary education in the EU were learning English as their foreign language. That's amazing. I'd love to learn Spanish. I'd l- I think Spanish is a good one. We always have, me and Tom always have this conversation after travelling. Yeah. But obviously we did South America, so. Yeah. That it would have been handy. That was Spanish and a little bit of Portuguese. Spanish is the most uh, statistically the most useful or the most popular language I think China is statistically because the because of the population but Spanish is the most spoken language in the world I think there's a lot to do with Spanish do you know yeah. you could do loads oh yeah um, so there's a whole like well, I mean there is for every country but sp- specifically in Latin music and stuff like yeah, that. There's Latin, a whole That difference. culture. Yeah, that whole, like, that whole South American culture, yeah. that whole Latin America mm. um, culture. It's incredible. Like, it's totally different and you can't really get the whole way into it. No, unless you know the language. Unless you know the language, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Um, in upper secondary general education, less than one-fifth of all pupils in Ireland, Portugal and Greece were learning two or more foreign languages in 2017. So we're all ignorant fuckers. Yeah, which I'm not really... I'm not shocked... Mm. Um, the 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 main place that learns two or more, so I suppose they'd have English and Spanish maybe. Yeah. Um, would be Luxembourg. Really? Yeah. Literally, yeah. A hundred percent of students are learning two foreign languages. Jesus. So it must be compulsory. Yeah. Um, mm. and then next to that is France. Mm. Then Romania. Yeah. Interesting. Romanians are great at English. Yeah. And you, because you'd think automatically you'd be like, oh, it must be somewhere like you know Sweden. No, Sweden's quite 
like it's quite down the list in the way that only 79% but that's still yeah. unbelievably high um, in Ireland 13.6% so like we just don't give a fuck so we're not even we don't even want to learn our own poxy language never mind yeah somebody Funny, else. yeah I'm like I fucking hate Irish it's fucking shy um, yeah. Norway also 100% of students Norway learn two never surprised two foreign languages with anything they're yeah. just they're so they, honest they excel at everything uh, the only p- uh, place that is worse than us is Greece Oh yeah, one percent. I've said so. I've said it time and time again. The Irish and the Greeks are so fucking similar. It's scary. It is. We're so stubborn. It's scary. <laughs> we. Do you know why it's weird? It's like it's not a similar culture, but it is in the kind of way that it's very family orientated. It's mm. very kind of like no, but our just personality. What's yours is mine. What mine's yours. The personality yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and it is funny now thinking about it. Like Greece, one of my favorite places to go to. And um, any of the islands that I've been to, yeah, it has been a bit of a struggle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they are just yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, I think it is. I think it is a good. It's a good thing to do. I think, you know, if I could go back before I travelled, I would have downloaded Duolingo and just learned a few words yeah because there was a few words that I picked up obviously I was there for a long fucking time so I had to pick up I was, something yeah, well, I was the same in Greece like I, yeah, I yeah you pick up your bits say, yeah, yeah absolutely basic bits so I do think that I should have I didn't think it would be not that it would be as important but it is it, it, it was one of the biggest things that I, I learned I was like you have to get involved in the culture you have to learn you have to yes. actually get stuck in you can't be like I want that but I don't want that you have to do all of it yeah and only in that way will you feel like you've truly immersed yourself in what you're doing. Yeah. So if it's something that you can see is possible, mm. go for it. But I can't imagine myself at this late age because I was always horrific at languages also. Mm. I was great at French, shy at Irish. Um, I picked up Greek a good bit. forget a lot of it now because I haven't been there in like five years. But when I was over there and you're kind of, you're faced with it every day because like we lived there for four months at a time for two years yeah you do you just pick it up like you'd be surprised at how easy it is once you do kind of just pay attention it's like if I had the effort I'd love to do it I'd love to go back in time and fucking learn that as a child I'd be nearly tempted to teach Bobby a different language as well as do you know what I mean but then I don't know it so what who the fuck am I to do that I'd just love to get him like Spanish classes or you know Make them watch Spanish. Well, learning they say the and stuff like that. best time to teach a kid is between one and four. Yeah. That's when they pick it up and that's when they know. And they say anybody who has been adopted from a foreign country, um, like say into Ireland, mm. if they grew up in a country where a different language was spoken around them as a tiny, tiny baby, even they pick up languages a lot better. Yeah. And it's funny because any of the girls that were adopted from foreign countries when I went to school were actually great at language. Yeah. They were always really good at languages. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to. But I think if you have an interest, I think there is also an interest factor there. Like I picked French because I don't know why I picked French. I think I hated my German teacher in mm. first year and that's why I picked French. And then I didn't do a, a language for my leaving. Didn't have to. Yeah. Because well, I went I, to the institute and in the institute you didn't have to. Uh, I had to do Irish but I didn't have to do anything else. And Irish I got a D3 in pass. That's how bad I was. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, that's I did, bad, yeah. I did LTA and they kind of treat you a little bit precious in LTA. And uh, we did Irish for the first year and then that was it. No more Irish. We did French in the second year. Oh, there you go. So they didn't make you learn more than one. 
Interesting. Um, somebody here says, messaging about the Hobbies podcast. I'm big into fitness. I live kettlebells and I have medals for it. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know many people that do that. Recently did a personal training course, but not making a living from it just yet. The industry is oversubscribed at the moment. Every second person seems to be a PT on Insta, which means that mm. the people that who are actually really good at it lose out if they don't do the online thing. Also, people expect a lot to happen in a short period of time, but they don't want to do anything sustainable because it's not a quick fix. Also love reading. I see lots of reading accounts on Instagram, but I'm wondering how they're making money because the only people that I know of that are paid to read are genuine reviewers or people in the publishing industry. I think if you're really good at it and you have a passion for it, go for it. Mm. A lot to um, unpack in that, uh, in that message. I think that... Again, that's something that we've said before about podcasting. And it's something that um, Adam Riley, Adam O'Reilly, Adam O'Reilly, Adam Riley. Love him. Love, Love him. It. Love it. Uh, on Instagram, he said before, he doesn't have a problem with people starting podcasts. He has a problem with the lack of ideas for podcasts yeah. and the lack of original content that is now making the podcast industry, specifically in Ireland, oversaturated. Yeah, that Mermaid of Jade said that the other day. She was like, the amount of people, she, somebody asked her advice on how to start a podcast. Now, I think they were looking for like tools, what to do it on programs, you know, like software yeah. and all that. Yeah. But she was like, hang on a second. Before any of that, yeah. you need to <laughs> have saw that. She's like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, she's don't. like, whoa, that's great. She's like, yeah, you can use this, you can <laughs> use that. And she was like, but anyway, moving back. Yeah, you need to have a good idea because she's just listened to so many and it's just like two mates talking about the most random fucking shit and there's no structure to it. There's no real original idea. Like, Or there's a lot of podcasts that. I've seen of people talking about them. It's like, I'm going to do a podcast and it's going to be about me and the way I grew up. And you're like, how many? And it's more for um, yourself if you're trying to do a podcast and you're trying to like build up an audience. If that's what some people do it because they just love to talk. Mm. And I totally, totally see the value in that. I think it's lovely. I've said before, I'd love to do a podcast with my granddad and my granny and my dad and my mum mm. and my sister and get like their views on things. And yeah. I'd always have that as my own audio files. Yeah. So no matter what happened, I'd always have those little interviews. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be nice, you know, because yeah. obviously life's precious. But mm. I remember thinking, but that wouldn't be something I publish. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Or if you did publish it, you could publish it and just be like talks with my dad. But you wouldn't expect like ten thousand people to be like, let no. me listen to talks with Ray O'Farrell. You know what exactly, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I guess you. Um, but I will say, yeah, it is a bit of a weird. Um, it's a bit of a weird one because that is, that's exactly it. It's like the oversubscription of PTs, the oversubscriptions of MUAs. Mm. And it was gas because I remember people being like, we had the year of the MUA. Everybody was a MUA in 2017. Then everybody became a PT in 2018. Yeah, it's like, what's going to be? And now everyone's a podcaster in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it what's really 2020 What's 2020 going to bring? A TikTok. A TikToker. <laughs> yeah, everybody's TikToker. a fucking TikToker. Everybody's a fucking TikToker. Yeah. And it's not that like you, like everybody can't enjoy it, but it's, I don't know about you because it's funny we never we rarely get messages to the podcast page about podcasting but I know you get a lot to your own page and I get a lot to my own page mm. personal page yeah. of how to do a podcast yeah and I'm always kind of like okay but um why do you want to do it first of all what's the content what's the plan mm forget about apps forget about how we did it forget about and a lot of people are like but how did you get yours out there and I'm like we already had a following we had a following mm. which 
is 90% of how we got our podcast to where it was. But also it was being consistent with publishing. It was being, you know, consistent with creating like any kind of content for topics and also coming up with topics. Yeah. And having an idea. And having that baseline structure there anyway of like... What, like we knew this is going to be a topical one. It's not going to be comedy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and the ones that I listen to, every everyone has kind of like, like what, like podcasts that I listen to, I don't listen to a lot, but say bandwagons, that's a very clear idea. Yeah. You know, it's bandwagons and they can do it on, that is evergreen because the amount of content that they can create from. Because it's constantly Because it's constantly bandwagons. bandwagons or yeah. and anything, they did one on like Lizzo. And yeah. I was like, how are you going to do a full episode on Lizzo? And then I listened to it and I was like, yo, you did a full episode on Lizzo. Yo, go girls. Yeah. You know, and you can do it on little things like that. Or if you look at, say, Mark Megan, I've <laughs> mentioned it a few times before, but like his is the Sunday roast and he roasts things like, mm. you know, the quote unquote American kind of thing where he roasts like topics like he does holidays or he does, yeah. you know, the junior search or he does, you know, little things like that. Mm. And that's. Then you can, what I like about that is he can tap and tap out, but that's how I listen. It's almost like you're leaving whatever you Yeah, it's rants. like my, yeah, it's yeah, like a little rant. Roasting. Roasting things, yeah. And people love that. They love comedy. They, they love, love like laughing at other things. But do you know what? It's, it's that relatability as well because you, it, there's stuff that you didn't think of. Yeah, and you're you like, that does annoy me. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh God, I never thought of it that yeah. way. Yeah, so funny. I have one here. Hey guys, love the podcast. Thank you. In relation to hobbies, in my teens, I did loads, you name it, I probably did it. However, once I made it to leave and start my job and my studies got in the way, I'm at the stage now where I don't really have any hobbies because time has been so consumed by college, work and my job. I didn't really notice until lately doing interviews, etc. when they were like, oh, what do you do when, what do you do? When I realised I've actually not got a hobby per se. I surely can't be the only one who's ended up down this rabbit hole. But how do you get out of it now? And yeah. that's that's exactly what we were saying earlier on. It's like, you actually don't... But you probably do... Like, what do you do in your spare time? You probably scroll through Instagram and you don't really put that down as a hobby because it's not, it's not productive. It's not... Even though it is an escape, it's not a productive thing. You're not making something. You're not achieving something in a sport. You're not... Yeah, it, it, it's, it, there's no medals for yeah, scrolling. exactly, yeah. Or being know. the best Twitter user. But then at the same time, like, say someone like... Uh, you know, I think... Oh, this is an argument I have with Tom a good bit but like it's so easy for him to be like you're always on your phone mm. because of what I do Yeah. but I would say he's on his phone 90% more than I am right. but he's always reading Yeah. he's always he's not scrolling I always look over and he's on the independent or he's on Read BBC or he's or... on something he's getting woke he's, he's getting himself a little woke <laughs> and it's like but then and even we were, as I said in the last one, we were sitting down doing our resolutions and he was like, oh, I want to read more. And I was like, isn't it funny? Like the amount that we read, but we don't classify it as reading because it's on our phone. That's true. So it's like, do you want to read more fiction? Do you want to read more paper books? You know, well, like what is it kind of about that? And that's... Do you want to start Harry Potter? Do you want to start the Harry Potter series except do it backwards and in Latin? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're trying to do here? Um, I, another message here. Yeah, you have. I do. Okay. Uh, on hobbies because I'm an artist and that's what I do in my full time job I feel a lot of pressure to make any other hobby I have somehow be part of my creative career example I started acting classes last year and when I tell my parents about the classes I felt the need to say they would benefit my job in animation even though I'm mainly doing them for the crack also in acting class I met two lawyers who said they take acting purely to release emotional energy and have somewhere to be a bit crazy outside of their very stressful job 
I found that so interesting and realised how much I take granted for being in a creative job. People need hobbies and avenues for self-expression so they don't get pent up. Yeah. I think that's perfectly summarised. Yeah. And also, isn't it funny? It's like, you felt like you had to justify it to your parents. Yeah. Well, it's probably because she, she probably paid money for the acting classes and it's yeah, and you're she's like, probably not going to pursue anything in acting, but... It's a weird one. I feel like when people, you know more about this obviously than I do, but I feel like if you say to people, I'm doing acting, everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> people, oh, are they, you thinking you, you're going to be Bullock, this, do you? <laughs> yeah, you do think. And like, it's funny because I have done acting classes. I But you are um, an actor. But you see, am I? I've, I haven't, I've done bits. Look That's it. still more I've than me. <laughs> but... I do think I'm when I say that people automatically go the notions, but I do it as well. When I hear somebody who's not an actor do an acting class, I'm like the notions. You think you're fucking the Johnny Depp? Do you? Yeah, you're like, oh, and what? What is it? Yeah, you want to give up so your life funny. to go and be an actress? Yeah. Is it? Oh, very very good. <laughs> it's just the first word that comes to you is like delusional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you were totally crazy. Sorry, that's mad. So yeah. mental. Oh, <laughs> didn't cough on that. You had no concept of the real world. That's the yeah. It's funny. It is, but isn't it though? And it is one of those. Like, is there anything else that you're like, oh god, when people say it to you? Singing, no, because you're like, if you have a talent, if you, you do singing sing, lessons. Yeah. yeah, if you you either can sing or you can't. Yeah, I, I suppose like if you ever heard of somebody saying, oh, I'm going to audition for X Factor or I'm going to yeah, audition you're like, for oh, got no. talent, I'm like, oh God. Yeah, you're like, oh God, please don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Or is there another, when people are like, oh, I, I think it's that, not so much acting, but when they're like, I really want to be on Love Island. Yeah, we, or, we see it's that Irish begrudgery as well, though. I think that uh, it's just ingrained in it's a bit of both, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely is. I'm like, who turned around to Killian Murphy and was like, Scarlet for you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no one. nobody. Yeah. So um, I have one here I'm going to scan through because it it's quite long. Um, but it's basically saying that there's a lot of idealism from young privileged people who preach about hobbies, but they only work for a few people um, to turn into a business, obviously. Yeah. Um, and they're, you'd have to be a good business person. For instance, she's saying she's loads of great ideas, but not a lot of know-how into making things happen, mm. which I think is uh, prevalent. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, I actually have great ideas now. I wouldn't be doing them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wouldn't yeah. be fucking arsed, but uh, otherwise I'm really doing it. Um, she said, maybe it's just me, but everybody, every second person is becoming a yoga instructor. That's a new one, actually. I've seen yeah. going to Thailand and Bali to do these retreats and coming back and being like, namaste. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen that a lot. Um, if you're not happy in life, definitely give your hobby um, a go, but make sure you work your ass off first so you can support yourself through your try. Yeah. Or have parents or somebody who will support you and save if you want to give it a whirl. I also blame education system for not making it as easy as it should be. We don't learn practical things on how to self-start, create business, realities of bills in school. Um, they're claiming that they're trying to change it. Teachers are meant to be teaching more creatively um, because crea- uh, creativity is becoming uh, one of the most important aspects, employability, because five years now, 65% of them, the jobs that they will work in, haven't been created yet. It's so true. Such a good point. So, very good points. I had to just break it down there um, to make it mm. yeah, less no. of a read and more of a speak. Very, very uh, good points. It's, it is. And, like, it's, you do... It's like that with the PTs and the influencers and the YouTubers. It's so easy to just to be like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm going to do it. And then, like, probably 90% of them flop and they give up. 
Now, whether it's a bit of, oh, it's just not successful or it's a bit of, oh, I've lost interest in this. It's just you do kind of need to have the cop on and the the drive to really do it. Um, I have another one here. Hi there, you two. My hobby is Blanche Centre. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it, it, and an icon. So true. So true. For the walks, what I have noticed is that if you're trying to get your steps up, toddle into the shopping centre, you do be mincing it around. Really? Yeah. Like, I noticed this. The first time I ever got my Fitbit, right, it was the day before I left... Um, Washington and our flight is always at the same time it's always at 3pm mm-hmm. so we get up early and we'll kind of get last bits in a mall and I remember my aunt dropped us off at like 11 she was collecting us for 12 and I had done my 10,000 steps in that hour Jeez. and I remember it buzzing and I was like why is it buzzing this is new and then I looked and it was like congratulations fuck that's how much you fly around the shops Mass. it is funny because when you're like I need to go to H&M now I need to go here now I need to go there now I need to walk and then you're walking around pennies you're never still in pennies yeah. you're walking around you're looking at things you're constantly on your feet yeah you've, yeah. yeah and you don't so if you're struggling with your 10,000 steps get into the centre but it goes to show you as well when your your mind is actually on something else you don't realise you're doing it yeah because it's the same in work all the girls in my job that have Fitbits they always reach their 10,000 yeah. steps and it's like it's a breeze yeah, and, and for me, I'm literally like, please, yeah. <laughs> please no. <laughs> I have another one here. On my CV, it says my hobbies are badminton, camogie oh. and reading laughy face emojis. Uh, I don't do any of these since about five years ago. I think my only hobby I actually really do is going out. Uh, out, out. <laughs> Sorry, out, out. out, out. Love that. Because anything else I do is to lose weight, i.e. walking or spinning. I don't really like doing them, but I have, have to, so don't end up the size of a house but she's basically saying she doesn't she because they're for losing weight they're not hobbies any longer that's let's create a hobby out of them okay this is the hobby creator (laughs) over here so let's say uh, spinning you love to cycle keen avid cycler (laughs) keen cycler yeah Mm. throw that down Um, what else do we have here walking enjoys hikes (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, this is what we are doing. Twenty twenty. Talk about bulking up yesterday. Yeah, fully <laughs> enjoy the hike. Definitely. Um, and you're only short of putting in. I would say the answer to that is that my hobby is that I enjoy yeah, hiking. I like. And let's see here. Anything else I do is to lose weight. Fine dining. I I enjoy fine dining. Is this a message? That's the message that you just read out, yeah. Oh, you no, you're you're. I'm in it too because yeah. I'm trying to make it. I'm I'm cleaning up your CV. <laughs> <laughs> you now enjoy Cake. hikes. <laughs> you are an avid cycler and you enjoy fine dining. I fucking love it. Um, so I don't have to. So I don't end up the size of a house. You could say something like you um, have a keen interest in being a realtor or something. I don't know. You can just just so. jazz it up. Yeah, make a jazzy. I like it. I like make a jazzy, it. you guys. Uh, I have one last message here. Hey, just messaging on the topic of making money from hobbies. I used to attend a Zumba class eight years ago. After two years, my teacher moved away and there was no class near me. I decided to do a course and set it up my own class as I loved it so much. Oh, great. I became ill two years ago, which led to me to give it up. But until then, I loved it. Some months I'd make a fortune, January and September. And some months I'd make barely, I'd barely break even. That's that was in the summer. Uh, but I never did it for the money. I did it because I loved making a difference in people's lives and helping them to get fit and, uh, and in a fun and healthy way. 
It also meant that I never missed a class as I had to be there. Any money I made was a bonus. I think it's amazing if you can make money from your hobby, but it's definitely, oh, it definitely should not be a goal. Sharing your passion, gift, talent should always be the main reasons why you do it. Love, love, love the podcast. That's a really nice way of looking at yeah. it because it, it is true. If you make a little bit of money out of it, deadly. Yeah. You put a lot of effort in. Mm. So kind of have it as not a second income because you couldn't really call it that, but have it as like pocket money. Exactly. Look at it as a bonus. Yeah, look yeah. at it as a bonus. So if you know that you're going to be dead and you're not going to have anything during the summer mm. and like so is the life of a freelancer. You know, you can ask any journalist or anything, you know, there's always months of them that they that hit and months that just same with small craft stores or anything like that that do gifts. Yeah. Christmas is always a big one. I'd say they who's buying you know yeah a lot of things get forgetting about get forgotten about at certain times of the year yeah it's, it must be hard like but so is the nature of the business yeah it is and that is why when you open businesses you have to know that whatever profit you make in december you're going to be splitting for your jan feb yeah you know mm. as much as you can be flying out personalization of things and all the mad stuff that's cropping up nowadays to buy for christmas like it's going to mm. effectively You'll, unless you're really established and it doesn't affect you but I know I've worked in retail for years mm. January and February not my favourite months no definitely not and I don't know why everyone's always like oh but Valentine's Day I've never seen people go crazy shopping for Valentine's Day I have in the sense that like I work in a place that sells like perfume and gift sets but it's mainly just men at the last minute it's not a big rush for the month of February like up until the bar yeah I have to get the most perfect Valentine's no, present definitely not and then like news agents would see that as well they'd see like people com- coming in last minute for cards and boxes of chocolates and flowers yeah Do you know they're just little token happy Valentine's Day I'm sure flower shops get yeah, oh yeah yeah I'd say that's where they make a lot of like that Mother's Day yeah anytime there's kind of an occasion I suppose mm. I'd say they see a big yes up in it all but otherwise like meh yeah no it is um, but I like the way that she looked at it as doing it because like she went I like that she went about doing it because she was like oh I've no more zumba class I'll, yeah. I'll do it it's like when sl- the Slimming World leaders they yeah, yeah they can they, all just buy into the but they have to like name, it's a lot of work yeah you have to like keep on people text them all the time be like hey I haven't seen you at class are you okay hey yeah just text them to check in how are you getting on yeah. are you struggling at all like it's a lot of work mm. you know it's a it's more work than I'd ever want to put in yeah yeah well, some people are in oh yeah but it keeps some, another time thing is that like I can see the oh, oh tired um, I can see the appeal as well because if you are after losing you know five stone on Slim World and you really believe in it and you really want to help other people but also you want to keep yourself in the straight and narrow why not yeah yeah you'd be true. like actually do you know what I'm going to go set up a group I'm going to help other people get to where they are and I'm going to stay in the straight and narrow too because I have the time well that does and then that's what that girl said as well she's like it meant that I could never miss a class yeah exactly yeah so you're stung yeah you've bullied yourself into it yeah well done you well, but if she loved it she loved it that's you love great. it you love it what are we talking about next week, Carla? Next week we're going to be talking about dreams. <laughs> dreams as in the nighttime dreams episodes, or as in dreams the nighttime episode, and dreams as in dreams. <laughs> Go for your dreams. Go for your dreams. 
Uh, I think that's going to be a real fun one. Yeah, I like a, a lighthearted fun one. I like a lighthearted fun one. I think it's going to be um, interesting. So yeah, let us know. Uh, are weird, you, weird shit happens in dreams. Weird shit happens in dreams. Do you have a dream from when you were younger that has stuck with you? Recurring one, or do you have? Do you believe in the synopsis? You know those like what dreams mean books. REM sleep, stuff like blah, that. blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, sleep paralysis. Does sleep anybody, paralysis. Yeah. Does anybody suffer with that? I've heard of that, and I've heard it's fucking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have any interesting facts? Do you have any things that weirdly happened to you? Have you ever woken up and been doing an action that... Lucid dreaming is a a very interesting thing as well. Lucid dreaming is really interesting. And have you ever murdered your partner for snoring? That would be... That's a good one. Are you in jail? Yes. (laughs) Are you in jail? Are you listening on an illegal phone right now? For something that you did while asleep? (laughs) Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let Let us us know. know. Are you a sleepwalker? Give us your hot takes. Yeah. Yeah. Love Um, it. Love it. it. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.